0: I remember last year with the Joe Judge era and them signing, you know, three guys on waivers. It was like, okay, wow, all right, the Giants are very active. Boy, what a roster shuffle this has been between practice squad signings and who will be elevated and everything else. It is hard to keep up with everything the Giants have done over the past couple days. But the most recent news, and I think... Look, not that you're going to get Deion Sanders in free agency at corner at any point, but you had highlighted safety a week ago and they end up signing two of those guys in Pinnock and obviously Tony Jefferson. Today, a guy who started 16 games a year ago for the Atlanta Falcons at cornerback, Fabian Moreau, signed obviously to the practice squad with the expectation maybe not for week one, but by week two at least, he becomes elevated as we start to use some of those elevations and then kind of figure out who eventually formulates this roster. Uh, Paul, we both asked for a safety. You got two. I asked for a corner. I now have three, but this one makes me feel a little better because of starting experience. And somebody yeah. comes from Dean Pease's defense as well, which is obviously you know a trickle down from Wink Martindale's defense. Uh, your overall opinion on what Joe Shane's done here and, and Fabian Moreau being the latest version of this?
1: Well, Sean, as you said, the cornerback depth was very thin in terms of proven experience, there there just wasn't a whole lot to smile about, but behind the starting three guys. So I don't think there's any doubt that they needed to go grab somebody. Now, Moreau wasn't a guy necessarily on my radar, but you say from Atlanta, previously from Washington, he's been in the league for a few years. So he's a wily veteran and he's been in the division before. So, you know, I understand it because they needed a grandpappy, if you will, in the room. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a grandpappy, Pappy. Paul, a grandpappy. Right. Well, like Larry Jackson was was the the oldest vet in that corner right. room, and to be honest, he's a young vet, at least as far as I qualify him. Right. Uh, Moreau is just another another one of those older guys who can help settle down the room, help give the the climate change a little bit to. A more mature situation, because let's face it, you and I both know young guys like Robinson, like Holmes, um, for, for oh, example, uh, um, also Williams is Rodarius Williams right. will be back very soon, I'm sure. Uh, and we know that Flott's also there. These guys are green. There's going to be times they've got questions or their confidence is shaken. It's good to have that big brother who can put his
0: arm around you and say, hey, come on, settle down. It's cool. It's going to be OK. I completely agree, and look, I, again, does my win total opinion shift on this team? though? No, but I feel better about stability in games, uh, you know, with guys like this who have just flat out played, even if they're not great players, because clearly anybody you grab now is not necessarily going to be a great player. I, you know, and Tony Jefferson's not a great player anymore, but he was kind of that rare, he, the Ravens fans thought he would be on the team kind of player, so I'm happy the Giants went there, which, you know, kind of walks me into all of this, You mentioned just pre-show a little while ago, and the reason I'm going to tie this in now... They are going to have two practice squad elevations for this week one game. We assume that Tony Jefferson for sure will be one. In fact, it really is starting to feel like Tony Jefferson's role on this defense is going to take on a bigger role with Blake Martinez, which we will get to in just a second. But this also could be Max Garcia is not elevated for week one, which was a guy who I think some people thought was in that mix to start at left guard here because we don't know who the heck is starting at left guard. It could be, as you pointed out, like five different variations. You know, who is going to play? Could they actually rotate a couple guys in the mix? And here we are on the cusp of Week One with yet another major offensive line question, which is something Giant fans don't want to hear. Now the difference is it's one question. It's not five or four questions on the offensive line. So at least we've you know changed our mindset on that. So where are you at with left guard right now, Paul?
1: Well, I think the other thing that's good about it, Sean, is that at least they actually have five options to choose from. That's true too. <laughs> That's true too. I mean, in the past, the guy went down. There was literally nobody. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So, you know, I I know that the Giants feel the best about Joshua Azudu, the rookie out of North Carolina, but as we've discussed on past shows, he's had very limited reps during training camp in the preseason because he's been dealing with a injury that the coach hasn't really wanted to reveal. So while he may have the most talent and the most upside of any of the five guard options, the truth of the matter is he may not be ready this Sunday to play against Tennessee, especially when you consider, you know, I'm sure there'll be occasions where Jeffrey Simmons is going to be licking his chops trying right. to go against that,
0: that player. Right, and luckily on that Jeffrey Simmons note too. I know it's you know an outside player, but what an enormous break for the Giants with Howard Landry getting hurt. Now you don't want to see that for the player, obviously it goes down for the year. Major loss for Tennessee, right. but Tennessee will find ways throughout the year to make up. Well, the best they can make up for the loss of Landry. Pressed against time here, you know the Giants might be able to shift a couple double teams in Chip Simmons' way, not having Landry in that game, and for the you know the offensive line flux the Giants have. I mean, if you had to handpick, and not again, we are not stressing that we want to see anybody hurt in the NFL, but if you had to handpick a guy in the Tennessee Titans not named Derrick Henry that you would like to not play this game against the Giants, I would go Harold Landry because he's been that much of a force in the backfield yeah. for teams for the Titans. So... You know, again, Jeffrey Simmons could eat up the middle, but at least the Giants can invest their scheme and resources to try to add some extra protection and not leave a left guard out there to be completely exposed.
1: It's very interesting you bring that up, Sean, because right now Bud Dupree is their premier, premier yep. pass rusher off the edge. Now remember last year coming off the ACL, only had like three sacks because he played half a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guy, though, who has put up double-digit sacks in the past with Pittsburgh back in 2019, and he is a very impactful player. Now, from when I watched the preseason film of the Titans, and I know it's vanilla, but they basically lined him up over the left tackle in all but one of the snaps that I saw. I'll take my chances with that with Andrew Thomas. I'll take my chances. Exactly. So if they're going to keep him over there, Thomas will take him one on one, and then on the other side, you know, Evan uh, Evan Neal will deal with whatever mixture the Titans want to throw at him. Um, but it's certainly possible. We can't ignore the fact that they may flip flop Dupree in this game, something that they haven't shown in the preseason. But maybe Dupree will get some shots on the other side. But I like what you're saying in terms of whoever the left guard is, he could get some help now. The other options, Bredesen's coming off an elbow injury. We don't know how much he's going to practice this week. Or how good he is in general. No question. I think he's better as a backup center than he is as a guard. Probably right. Quite frankly, right. Devery Hamilton had two really good preseason games at left
0: guard. But do you feel comfortable throwing him into the starting lineup in Tennessee? Let's just take a timeout with Devery Hamilton here for a second. I agree First of all, here's the way we look at it. No matter who you're starting at left guard in this game, and even if it was Shane Lemieux and he was healthy, that I think would be the most questioned position you have on the offensive line. Right yes. now, Evan Neal's going to go through his bumps at right tackle. We haven't felt this confident about the left tackle position basically since you know David Deal at this point with how good Andrew Thomas has become. And we expect Glowinski and Feliciano, even if they're not great, to just be fine. And the Giants haven't had just fine at center and right guard in a long time. So left guard, no matter who you were putting out there, Paul, even if it was Lemieux, you would feel more confident with Lemieux, but you would have questions. When I look at this group of guys that we're talking about right now, and if it's really not going to be Max Garcia, who would have his own questions anyway, Devery Hamilton is the one that actually intrigues me the most. Izudu... Clearly, I would like to be a starting guard. You invested a third round pick in him, a starting guard for years to come. But week one rookie year, fine. Devery Hamilton, to me, smells like a guy who could have the opportunity like Nick Gates had in 2019 versus the Jets when he kind of stepped in out of nowhere on the offensive line, was the best offensive lineman in that game in a game that unfortunately the Giants lost. The upside and intrigue is there from the preseason, and internally as a fan, I think I'm rooting for Hamilton to seize that moment this week at practice and be our left guard in week one.
1: Well, interesting in that Hamilton was originally a tackle, and the Giants have used him more at guard because they wanted to uh, assist him in some position flexibility. Right. Well, what happened? He played two preseason games as the starting left guard and played very, very well, albeit against second and third teamers. correct. And so that's where it gets a little sketchy. How do we grade him, given that he wasn't facing the kind of competition that he's going to face against the Titans? That's where it gets a little sketchy. So do you feel more comfortable with a Max Garcia, who's been in this league before and has started games and and is a natural guard center type, or do you even go with, as I mentioned the other day, do you do you go with uh, Jack Anderson, the guy they just they just claimed, who has background with his coaching staff from the Bills? I think what's gonna happen, Sean, and I'm not copping out here, I think the Giants are going to work two or three of these guys as the first team left guard during practice this week, and they may not decide till Wednesday. They're gonna be they're gonna be working. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, full practice again. They'll be off Thursday this week. It's a right. crazy week the way the schedule works. Then they'll be back at full practice on Friday. It might not be till Wednesday, or maybe even Friday, when they decide who
0: their starting left guard is going to be. They all depend on practice reps. Who does the best? Amazing. So, in in essence, this week in practice is going to feel like another training camp just for at least that position in terms of winning a position battle. Uh, And in all the years of bad Giants football recently, forget the good Giants football, I don't remember a week like this ahead of the opener with so much uncertainty around one specific position.